welcome to Behind the Sofa. Welcome to episode zero. My name's Ollie. And I'm Kirsty. Um, and we're going to talk to you about horror movies. So, I love horror movies. I don't know about you. I do. Well, you better, because otherwise this is going to be a real <laughs> short podcast. But I always love horror movies. There are so many blind spots in my knowledge, though. I would, I would think... There's like a big stretch of time where I think, I've not seen any of these movies. You know, movies that are listed on top 100s, top 10s. Um, so I guess this is kind of like the Dum Dum's guide to the top 100 horror movies of all time. Um, so Kirsty and I, we're going to talk about one movie every week. Uh, we're going to review it. We're going to say what we liked, what we didn't like. Um, and what else? What else are we going to say? Mm, a few facts here and there. Um We'll take you through the movie, but also hopefully the making of or just the bits and pieces that we liked about it, I think. And then I think what we'll do is we'll try and craft our own top 100 using the the timeout top 100 horror movies of all time as kind of like a skeleton framework. Because already I've been through the list and I'm going to tell you right now, there's a bunch on there where I'm like, I've never seen it. <laughs> I don't agree with its placement. Um, this is nonsense. How dare you? I'm going to march on the Capitol. Um, but I don't know. I feel like we're just... Here's the thing, guys. We're discovering this <laughs> at the same time as you. So, um, yeah, so any, anything you want to say before we get started? I think we've already had some arguments about uh, placement on the list, so it would be quite interesting to hear other people's views on it as well. Here's the thing as well. If it sounds like Kirsty and I are arguing like an old married couple, it's because we are married, okay? So <laughs> as soon as the mic goes off, then I feel like I'm going to get like an Andy Cap rolling pin around the head. So, uh, are you? She's she's scowling at me. Oh, wonderful stereotype you're <laughs> perpetuating there. I'm so glad this is starting so well. It's on. Uh, it's on tape. I can't take it back. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is that um, although it's a horror movie podcast, the thing that I'm most scared about today is the fact that I ate a giant burrito for lunch. So uh, let's hope that there's no callback to that later on. <laughs> um, right. So. Without further ado, I think we should crack on and go through this list. So take it away, Kirsty. Tell us how you're going to do it. Okay, so we're just going to run quickly through the list. Um, we're going to have a look and see whether it would be that uh, we've seen it together, whether one of us has seen it, whether the other one has not seen it, um, and just the shortest description of each movie, um, which is hopefully going to be accurate, but be enough that you'll understand and maybe be interested in watching. If I'm giving the the description, there's no way it's going to be accurate. and be like, <laughs> uh, think it's about this guy and uh, stuff happens. And uh, uh, But yeah, right. So the list will be posted up on our, our, our social medias, our social medias, um, which you can find at... Behind the Sofa Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. Okay, love. So simple. Simple. <laughs> 
I can't be bothered with all this uh, oblique references to different things. So yeah, Behind the Sofa podcast on Facebook and on Instagram. So uh, the, we'll post the, the the list up there so you can all go and have a look and read it and say, I agree with that or you guys are bang out of line. <laughs> um, right, so without further ado, what's at number one? So we're going to go 100 to 1. Okay. Makes sense. Makes sense. I don't know why we would start at one, but there you go. <laughs> I'm getting more and more bored of this list as we go. Uh, right. Okay. So uh, at number 100 is The Babadook. The Babadook. Now I've seen that. We've seen we that have, together. We have seen it together. Um, so this came out in 2014. Um, it's based around the idea of a monster in a storybook. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah, we're going to try not to... But what we'll do is, at the end of each episode, we'll tell you what we're going to review or talk about next week. So we'll give you guys a good chance, and we'll tell you where to go and buy it and everything. Uh, Hopefully, you've got a bunch of them on your streaming services, or you've got a bunch of Blu-rays or DVDs or whatever. Or illegal Uh, downloads, you know. We don't don't judge. We we don't don't judge. I don't condone that. I do not condone that. Um... (laughs) So yeah, Babadook number one hundred. Mm. You know, I I I'll, I'm not gonna let the cat out of the bag here. I really like the Babadooks. Yeah, so so to same. see it, so to see it at one hundred, the rest of these other ninety nine films must be pretty, uh, pretty must be pretty shit hot. So, uh, <laughs> um, what's at number ninety nine? Ninety nine is Frank Darabont's The Mist. <sighs> so literally, the shortest description that I could give you for this is a bunch of people trapped in a shop and there's some mist. And it was written by Stephen King. Some some mists. There is okay. some mist. Well, <laughs> I've seen it. Yep, same. Same. Okay. I don't think we've seen it together though, so it'd be interesting to watch it again and pull it apart a little bit. It was a more carefree time when I saw <laughs> <laughs> Number ninety eight. Ninety eight is the first uh introduction of uh George A. Romero on the list. The master. And, the and, master and of this. all the of zombie movies. This is actually a vampire movie. What? <laughs> <laughs> this, um, is, this is a movie called Martin. It came out in 1976. And the eponymous Martin believes that he is an 84-year-old vampire and uh, goes around preying on women. There's obviously I've, a bit more about that, but... I've never seen this movie. Me neither. I've never seen it. So this is the first one on the list that we've not seen. Mm-hmm. So this should be interesting. Yes. Uh, number 97. 97 is uh, 1976's God Told Me To. Now this is about an investigation into murders uh, and all the people who have been accused of the murders have all said that God told them to do it. And that's all we got. I've never heard, I've never heard of this film. Mm-hmm. Never heard of it. No. Never seen it. No. Here's the thing. I'm sure... Uh, you know, I think this podcast is going to be for newbies and old hands alike. So there probably will be some so people probably shouting some, at yeah, home, oh God, just going even, like, how, you have, <laughs> "How have you never seen that?" Oh my god, I feel like there's, yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. There's yeah, going to be a so, lot of that. Sorry. Um, so you know, hopefully it's amazing. Mm-hmm. But there you go. What's next? Ninety six is it follows. If you love a synth soundtrack, then mm. you're in for a treat. Um, it's we've, so good. We've seen this one together, right? Yeah, really enjoyed it. Really, I just really realised it was it. directed by David Robert Mitchell, which sounds like a mashup of the Peep Show. Yeah, it would be amazing if it was, but sadly, unfortunately no. not. No. <laughs> Super Hands makes an appearance. Yeah. Um, so, if anyone's not seen it, anyone who's not seen it, um, it kind of turns the whole like virgin horror trope on its head a little bit. Um, 
and to me sexy sexy ghosts no 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 no. I don't know. I was pretty turned. On. No, wait. Sexy ghost. I don't think I was. It's probably wrong to say I was turned on and it follows. It's pretty yeah, gross. Yeah, I'd be um, a bit worried if you were. Now the next movie, I was definitely turned on. Watch. <laughs> uh, what is that number? Ninety five. Number ninety five is Society by oh. Brian Usner. Now I have not seen this. Ollie obviously has. Well, I've, I've seen it. Ugh. I've seen it a few times. Wrong. Um, Wrongness. It's uh, it's pink and sticky, and there's. <laughs> Uh, I just want if you've never seen Society I just want you to go in knowing nothing yeah uh, and then you know just have a a puke bag other than that I would say nothing you you could tell me that so like the shortest uh, description that I can give for that I feel like you should it's about a teenager finds out that his parents are involved in a blank I feel I feel like (laughs) I feel like even secrets I feel like it's so it's so fucked up that I feel like you just don't want to know anything okay Okay. Uh, number 94. 94 is Scream. Scream. See, now this, I'd say... There's literally no introduction needed. I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this, even if you are like as basic in your horror movie uh, education as we are, I am, maybe, you've seen Scream. You know what it's about. Wes Craven's... Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say his last film. It's not his last. Scream Four was his last film, but mm. still, um, yeah. This is the only one of the Scream movies that shows up on this oh, list. Though. Spoilers! Spoilers, spoilers for the list. I was expecting Scream to be uh, somewhere <laughs> high up the top. Um, number ninety-three. Ninety-three is Reanimator, nineteen eighty-five. The year I was born. Oh, you're so old. <laughs> Flashback. A hospital in Chertsey. <laughs> <laughs> a medical student <laughs> <laughs> an experiment gone gone awry <laughs> um i've seen this film i love this film i have not seen this film oh but god i can't wait yeah, the, i'm excited we're coming let's just i'm just gonna stop here we're coming in with some heat in the top 10 oh, reanimator the top 10? well top, the, the, the top 10 of um, the top the, 100 the bottom 10? the bottom 10 bottom 10 okay <laughs> Good. It's a robust bottom, <laughs> a, power, a power bottom, if it, you will. It really is. It really <laughs> is a power bottom, right? Okay. Ninety-two. Henry portrait of a serial killer. So, if you've ever seen Guardians of the Galaxy, get prepared to look at Michael Rooker in a whole different light. Oh, is all I'll I say. I love Michael Rooker. Um, Nineteen eighty-six. John McNaughton. Um, so this is uh, anyone who uh, has a bit of a love for true crime, uh, serial killer stories and things like that. You've probably either seen this or you'd be quite interested in seeing it. So this is, um, a, is it a biopic? Do you no, think? No, 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 no. Just a, just it's lo- very, loosely very loosely based. On Henry Lee Lucas and Otis Toole, um, who were uh, a pair of drifters and serial killers who paired up. Yeah, like sounds like fun. Like Batman and Robin. <laughs> really, um, nothing like Batman and Robin. But um, I've not seen it. I've seen it, and okay. it's uh, it's not a date movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, number ninety one. Ninety one is brain. Kirsty keeps going for a sip of water, I'm but so I keep sorry. Talk, I keep talking to her every time she's about. She's putting the glass <laughs> up to her mouth. <laughs> Take a sip now. It's Take a sip a now. Right, ready. Take a sip. She's sipping. Okay. <laughs> She almost spat out her nose. Right, okay. Okay, so yeah, 91 is brain dead. Brain, brain dead. So or for lesson... you or for you yanks out there, 
Dead Alive. That's the worst title. Isn't it? Terrible title. What does it mean? Okay. It's dead. I think it's dead slash alive or stroke alive. No. 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 Brain dead. Brain dead. So brain dead was uh, about nine years before Peter Jackson became super duper famous for uh, what was it? Um, Meet the Feebles. No, in. uh, Uh, for Lord of the Rings, so all yeah, you so all you Peter out. Jackson fans out there, you to be fair, I don't want to I don't want to start giving mini reviews, but you can see the creativity that goes into Lord of the Rings was was kind of founded in some real schlocky DIY budget <laughs> gore movies. Uh, yeah, I've, oh god, such it's probably the most splatter I've ever seen in a movie. Someone I'm sure someone will tell me I'm wrong, but mm. from yeah, okay. Let's just go. Number ninety. Number ninety. From de- from from brain dead onto this one, we're classing it up a little bit. <laughs> so number ninety is Dead Ringers by David Cronenberg. Came out in nineteen eighty eight. Um, so this is Jeremy Irons playing identical twin gynecologists. Okay. That's that's all I know. If you went in I, and saw, I do not remember <laughs> seeing it. I may have seen it. I, I feel. I feel like. I, I feel like you've seen it. Yeah, but we're, I don't think I've watched it with you. Yeah, yeah. So, have. really? It, yeah. I feel like... I'm so certain that you've seen it with me. I, I I feel like I've seen it within the last four years, and I can't rem- imagine myself just watching it on my own. That would be a bit weird. Because I need someone to hold my hand. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, number 89. 89. 89 is Day of the Dead. Day of the Dead. George A. Romero. So the second George A. Romero film already. Yeah. Because we've already had Martin. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Day of the Dead, so which is the third of the the Dead trilogy. Uh-huh. Um, probably put, the last good one. Yeah, I've just put the description as uh, there's people trapped in a missile silo and there's zombies. That is, that's pretty much it. That's basically it. Um, number 88. 88 is going way back. So this one, so we've had so far... The movies have been from the uh, from the we've had one from the last like ten years, one or two from the last ten years. We've had a couple of seventies, a couple of eighties, a lot of eighties uh, by the looks of it. And then we're going all the way back to nineteen twenty-seven for Todd Browning's *The Unknown*. The un- that says it all because I I, I, <laughs> I know the I know the Freaks by Todd Browning, but yeah. I do not know this movie. Yeah, so this was before Freaks. So this is, uh, but it seems to be fairly similar. Um, it's a silent carnival movie. It has Lon Chaney in it. It's you know. Will, will it annoy you when we watch it? Because it's a silent carnival movie. If I make the carnival sounds and the mute. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'll be okay without that. Today. Okay. Right. Uh, so, 87? Yeah. 87. So, 87 is Session 9, which I've heard of, but I don't think I've seen it. I've never seen this. I've never no. heard of it. I don't know anything about it. I, I kind of like films where they are a little bit vague in the title and there's a number. They're quite... Give an example. <laughs> Does that have to be horror? Okay, maybe not. Mm, you know, like when you have like... Um, the only... like District 9 okay. is a good one. Um, Lots of 9. Plan yeah, 9 from nine. Outer Space. Maybe 9. Why 9? Okay. Let's, let's, that's, a, that's a whole other podcast. That's fine. Asbestos workers go into an abandoned insane asylum. Scary things happen. This was my notes. This okay. is 
So, that's vague. Yeah, I like that. That's I good. like it vague. Uh, now, number 86. I'm not looking forward to this one. I have seen... Okay, so what is it? <laughs> this is Salo, or The Last 120 Days of Sol- Sodom, is that... That's is that, yeah? the, title, okay. the title says it all. Okay. Um, I've seen this one so many years ago. I'm going to say... I was about to say 20 years ago. That would have made me 13. There's no way I was 13. Um, over 10 years ago. Way over 10 years ago. The last time I watched it, um, it was uh, I recommended it. I didn't recommend it having seen it. I just recommended it having seen it. Um, and one of the people that I uh, that I watched it was, uh, was retching for, through most of it. So that's a good indication of what we're in for. Yay. Um, so what is it about? Um... So I've literally put one line, uh, a bunch of fascists round up some teenagers and subject them to horrifying torture. Uh, yeah, that is, uh, that's what's going on mm. from, from my best recollection. Uh, 85. Uh, number 85 is Phantasm. I, this, is, this is the one on the list that I've not seen that I'm, mm. I'm appalled to say that I've not seen. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it a million times. Um, this is one of those ones where I really... I really do think that my love of horror movies comes from when I was a kid, and I think Kirsty used to live pretty close by, yep. and I would go to a little little video rental place called Othershaw Wines. Is that where you used to go? No, I used to have. I don't know if anybody else who's uh, listening from the UK had the same thing, but around sort of like late eighties, early nineties, there was a van. It used to come round. This stay with me. This sounds really scary, but I was going to say my parents would not let me get really in any vans with any. <laughs> hey guys, we got videos. You can get in here. It's fine. Um, no, they uh, these people used to come round and uh, they had a van and it was decked out with uh, shelves filled with videos, VHS tapes, and things like that. And once a week, I got to imagine go and if rent you, one. Imagine now. if you saw that nowadays, you'd be like video. Yeah, just kids, like loosely get, get, painted on get, the side get, of a white van. Video. Get, get in the house. Lock the door. There's yeah. no way. There's yeah. no way. But anyway, um, what I was about to say and what I'm sure Kirsty's about to say, mm. the I think that my main reason for loving horror movies so much is back in the day when I was at Ottershaw Wines or Kirsty was in the in the the, the dodgy rental truck. <laughs> um the artwork on these movies, like you would see those giant chunky VHSs behind all the rest of the videos in my one they were caught kind of close to the pornos as well so i wonder if that's kind of like i've just said it out loud now for the first time and it's kind of uh, making a weird link in my brain but um the artwork on those videos i remember uh phantasm and house and puppet master i remember them so vividly it's crazy i remember being can't have been older than eight years old um, and going on holiday and seeing uh, a poster for either Critters or Critters 2, and it was right by where we were staying, and every time we walked past it, my parents would have to drag me away from it because I just <laughs> wanted to stand and stare at it all the time. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's going to be a lot of talk on this podcast about the artwork for these movies. Um, and we'll share yeah, our favourites Yeah, definitely. Well. So, but yeah, Phantasm was one that stuck in my mind uh, I'll put up the I'll put up the picture on uh, on Instagram but it was uh, a woman screaming hands in front of her face but the um, her eyes you could see them through her hands and for some reason I just put my hands over my face while I was talking <laughs> that was a bit weird but um, 
yeah it was uh it definitely stuck with me and like that amazing artwork i'm i'm happy that we're seeing a bit more of it coming back like it's having a bit of a resurgence so maybe we'll like share some of our favorite more yeah, recent for sure. um, revivals but like i said it's one of those films where i feel like i know so much about it but i've never seen it mm, but um, all i have is uh it's a teenager investigating strange deaths in uh, their hometown that is the <laughs> That's it. From what I know of Phantasm, that does not sound like what I know. So uh, there we yeah, go. Yeah, but we don't want to give it anything no, no. away. No, okay. so. 84, I feel like we're... Uh, so where are we? Uh, 80, yeah, 84. Yeah. 84. 84 is The Orphanage. So um, this is uh, 2007 by J.A. Bayona. I apologise if I'm uh, mispronouncing that. Who's like Pronounced the- Bona. <laughs> who's like uh, the protege of uh, Guillermo del Toro, who I really, really love. So Never I'm, heard I'm of him. I'm quite excited. Shut up. I was talking about Guillermo del Toro. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be funny. I wasn't being a, I was being a jerk. Um, okay. Yeah, Orphanage, I've seen it. You've seen it? I've seen it. I love it. Good yeah, film. That's great. So uh, that is uh, this uh, lady who grew up in an orphanage. Uh, she goes back and buys it. She had a wonderful time at it, which is not a story that you hear that often from people who... <laughs> grew up in orphanages so it was nice to hear that bit but she buys it she's in the middle of doing it up her son then disappears mysteriously and that's all we're gonna say about that um 83 83 is the classic you've got to say it in the voice i'm not saying it in the voice can i say it you can totally say it in the voice dracula Dracula, Dracula. Last Vampire. So, <laughs> so this is the 1958. Um, this is the the Christopher Lee Dracula. Is it 58? Yeah. Not 68. So. Wow, 58. Oh, I'm now. I reckon it's six. I reckon wrong? it's 68. Have I got my fa- Have I got time to? No, don't up? Google it. No? We we live okay, in I'm we live in our errors. You got to stew. You got to sit in it. No. Um. So yeah, the the so the Christopher Lee one. Yes. Dr. Van Helsing searches for his friend Jonathan Harker and what did you discover? Dracula. Oh, uh, you didn't do it in the voice. Oh, <laughs> what did you discover? Yeah, I do it every time. Now. Dracula. Um, cool, right. Uh, yeah, so we're ready for that 82. One. 82 is Black Sabbath, so first time that we've seen Mario Bava on this list, which is kind of amazing. So. Yeah, Mario Bava is one of these guys I know, I I feel like I hear him mentioned all the time. I feel... I, I know there's a second one as well, isn't there? Umbart, Umberto Barva. There there's, is? Th- yeah, there are like two Barvas. Okay. Um, and I've seen... He doesn't show up on this list, though. No. Okay, no. so I feel, I've seen um, Bay of Blood. Yeah. And I can't remember whether that's Mario Barva or, or Umberto I'm Barva. pretty sure it's Mario Barva, but okay. I could be wrong. So expect <laughs> lots of really, really bright red blood. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I've not seen it. Yeah, so this one is uh, three stories, um, and it's I think it was also known as the Three Faces of Fear, or because um, they love to have multiple titles. Yeah, Italians love messing around with movie titles. Like, like Zombie Fleshy is has about eight thousand names. So uh, <laughs> if you're ever looking for it, what's the next one? Uh, oh, I love this one. Yeah, next one is. Uh, the 1978 release of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. So this is Donald Sutherland. I love that movie. Great. It's got such a cool cast as well. Such yeah. a 70s cast. It really does. Leonard Nimoy. Mm. Donald Sutherland. Yeah, I was surprised at how many people are actually in it. Okay. I like but, that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. So we've watched that together. Um, I think we've watched it separately at different points, but it is great. So yeah, number 80... Yeah. Number 80 is Wolf Creek. 
Blimey. <laughs> Struth. <laughs> Uh, many, so, I, I, when that episode, when in twenty episodes time, when we get round to Wolf Creek, there's going to be so many bad Australian accents from me. I hope you're all ready for, for it. Uh, yeah. So for anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, Wolf Creek came out in 2005, uh, and the premise is that there's a bunch of uh, backpackers in the Australian outback, and they get hunted by a psychopathic killer. Um, that and was one of those movies where I felt like I heard a lot of hype for it and I kind of expected it to be one one thing I was really kind of like oh that sounds lame I'm not gonna I'm not in I'm not going in for that I'm not going in for this modern hype horror movies and when I saw it I was blown away I thought it was so good it completely smashed my expectations so uh yeah, yeah I look, I look not... for, I've only seen it once though mm. Maybe... it's not it's not one of my it's not one of my absolute favorites so okay. I'd be quite interested to take it and look at it with a bit more of a critical eye I think so okay. this for me is this next one 79 is maybe when I was reading through the list one of my most controversial placements um, what is it Kirsty? 79 is A Quiet Place 2018 directed by John Krasinski Big Tuna yeah from so The Office it's basically Jim Halpert from The Office who's uh, got a bit more uh, jacked and uh, he's all right, all right. with his family <laughs> And they are surviving in a post-apocalyptic world where they are they are not able to make or not allowed to make any sound. Okay. And then we find out why. I enjoyed it, but I am well, in, I am interested as to how it managed yeah. to beat all of the ones that we've gone through so far. Um, to to like lower down in the list or higher up in the list even. Yeah. So yeah. Like I said, I don't want to go in too much into my inner thoughts and workings. No. But we'll save that that seems, for the episode. Seems real high. Seems yeah. real high. Um next one, seventy eight. Seventy eight is Ginger Snaps two thousand. Okay. So that's not Ginger Snaps two thousand. That's it's not like a futuristic <laughs> Ginger Snaps. It was Ginger Snaps and it came out in two thousand. 2001 a ginger snap odyssey but mm. um, i've never seen this movie i have not i had a friend who like absolutely loved it and would always recommend it to me but i never actually watched it i know basically what it's about um so mm, yeah don't tell i don't i don't, don't want to be i don't want to be I'll, I'll be i'll be vague i'll be vague it's fine so there's two sisters in it one of them is attacked by a mysterious creature that's that's as much as we're saying and uh they have to um, have to make sure that they're teamed up so that they uh, they save the one who's been attacked. That was really vague. I don't Sorry. really. I can't remember. <laughs> there you go. Okay, what's the next one? Next one is the fog. So we've had the mist. We're now going into the fog. So this is nice. Next, we'll be having the the spritz and, and spritz, what else? Slight smattering of cloud. <laughs> It's spitting. Um, um, make sure you wear a jacket. Yeah. Um, this is 1979. This is the first time that we've seen John Carpenter on the list. I believe. Wow. Makes just, sense. He's kind of like the he's list. kind of the master. Yeah. So I wouldn't expect him. Yeah. His his horror movies. I wouldn't expect to be any mm. kind of lower than that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen The Fog, and I love me I some. Have. I love me some John Carpenter. I have. Oh my God. Okay. So yeah, you see, I thought that you had actually seen that one. I had you listed on there, no. so yeah. So yeah, this is the first John Carpenter on the list. It is a good one. I remember seeing it um, many, many years ago, and uh, you know, to the point where if you watch a horror movie when you're quite young, it tends to stick with you. So this one has stuck with me a little bit. So I'm quite happy to, quite excited to revisit it because it's been, oh my god, 
a long time. Were you scared when you saw it? Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember watching it. Um, it was me and my friend. We were having a sleepover at her house. Uh, and we decided that it would be a great idea to watch it. And it was one of those ones where uh, one of you jumps and screams, which makes the other one jump and scream. And uh, yeah, it was kind of the best way to watch a horror movie. And, oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. So, so yeah, looking forward to that one. So that's 77. So 76. This is one we've watched together, definitely. Yep. Okay. So this is Get Out. Mm-hmm. Get Out. Uh, get <laughs> Out. It doesn't. It doesn't really work in an English accent. Yeah, imagine if you're northern, you're saying it. Get out. There's loads of. My sister-in-law says "get out" all the time, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so this was 2017. This was Jordan Peele. So if you know of Key and Peele, this was quite a surprise to a lot of people in a really good way. Um, I really enjoyed it. Um, and uh, I, I enjoyed it. I'm. Sometimes I feel like when new, newer movies come out, they just automatically get bumped up like a bunch of places. And I, I often think, is that just because, you know, it's fresh in the mind? Is it really yeah. any better than a bunch of these other films? Yeah. But I, 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 that's not to say I didn't like it. I really did enjoy it. But it's more the placement that I'm kind of... The same, I guess, with Quiet Place. I'm, yeah, that's probably why Quiet Place is there. Yeah. They're okay. both fairly recent. But Next one. Did we not want a description of Get Out? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, of course. No, no, no. Go for it. Okay. Yeah, so Get Out is basically a guy and a girl go into the country to go and meet the girl's parents. Um, What initially seems to be sort of awkwardness over, like, uh, the fact that the guy and the girl are, it's an interracial relationship. Uh, It ends up not being that and something else entirely. Okay. We'll leave that. So. What's next? Uh, Next, 75 is. Hellraiser. Hellraiser. Now we've watched this one together, haven't we? Yeah, so and was... I only saw this one fairly within the last year or so. I'd say, um, I was blown away. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Um, so this was 1987. <clears throat> yeah. So 80s horror. It was great. The description is basically that there's a guy who's uh, found a pretty box. He's playing with it and unwittingly opens a portal to hell. So. Lots of uh, lots of trips to Cyberdog for the comp for the uh, for the costuming. I don't know if any of you guys know Cyberdog in Camden, but uh, there's lots of leather leashes and spikes and weirdness. <laughs> Not a lot of day glow though; it's all black. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's next? Seventy four is Mario Barber again with Black Sunday. Okay. So, I think if I remember rightly, let me just go back. Right. So, yeah, what happened? with uh black sunday was it was actually such a a hit that he had to like quite quickly hurry out black sabbath which is at number 82 that we discussed earlier so this is bava telling the story of a witch who vows revenge on the descendants of those who burnt her at the stake that sounds awesome yeah anything anything witchy culty um, supernatural is going to be my thing. I, I was going to say, so, I feel like when we talk about horror movies, like witch and cult stuff, always seems to be your. That's my favorite. To go to, yeah, it's folk, a happy place. Horror, it's good, good stuff. Cool. Yeah, so I've not seen that. Neither of you. So nope. I'm looking forward Excited. to that one. So seventy three is Black Christmas. So this came out in seventy four. Um, when I was looking up this list. I actually found out that Blumhouse are uh, announcing or have recently announced that they're doing a remake of it. So 
hopefully by the time we get to that we'll have a little bit more interest or a so, little bit more information about it even so Blumhouse are the guys that did like Happy Death Day and mm. what else did they do they do The Conjuring is that them maybe J- James Wan does he work for Blumhouse I don't know anyway <laughs> you know we'll we'll figure this stuff out as we go but yeah so yes. Black Christmas all I know about Black Christmas is that it's like the proto slasher so before mm. so before Halloween before Friday the 13th there was Black Christmas so uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how you know which of the tropes you know which of the classic kind of uh, slasher movie uh, tropes come from Black Christmas so that'll be interesting to watch so it's about- a good old sorority house horror basically yeah so <clears throat> excuse me uh, so 72 is Aliens Aliens yeah. sequel uh, 1986, James Cameron, and all I've written from this because I'm sure that everyone who's watch who's listening to this has watched this. If not, then you really probably should right now immediately. Um, um, I think that this is one of the first ones where I'm starting to think about throwing up the "it's not a horror movie" flag. But what do you reckon? Is that horror movie? Is Aliens a horror movie? I always thought it was more like a an action movie. I guess it's got like scary aliens in it, yeah. so yeah, okay, yeah. It's a, it's I'm not saying, oh my god, I love, a, I love, horror. I love aliens so much. So a, I'm not going to argue about yeah. it, really. But it's a survival horror. It, I mean, you know, like, that's the thing. Like horror can go across so many different um, types. There, there was a a bit of a gap. I think there's going to be ones on here that we're going to think are going to be more like thrillers rather than horrors. But we can always discuss like whether we feel it's. Um, you know whether it fits in the list or not but there's a few on here that i don't that i think that aliens belongs on this list more than some of the others that we'll come across as we make our way through i think okay so what's uh so that's 72 so what's mm. 71 so 71 is the old dark house now this is 1932 and the only notes that i've written on this is three people take refuge from a storm in a house in wales and the inhabitants are weird well not to be rude to any of our Welsh listeners but I'll uh, let you complete that joke yourself Uh, I've never heard of this now I think you're going to start to see like a bit of a what's the words there's going to be some pattern emerging here because I don't know I'm sure you are the same as me Mm. once it goes like 19 earlier than 1960 I feel like my horror horror knowledge is pretty poor Mm. Have you seen? You've not seen like loads of early like. No. Okay. No, no. So yeah, I think we're we're there's going to be a big blind spot on our knowledge here. Yeah, but we are like starting from the beginnings of of horror, and hopefully we'll be able to see some of the like you were saying earlier. You know, you'd be able to see like some of the connections and uh, like where the uh, the more recent uh, horror movie directors and writers have like taken their inspiration from. So I'm quite excited about it. Cool. So 70, uh, 70 now. Number 70 is Mario Bava again. Mario Bava killing yeah, it. Yeah, I can see like three on there so far. So this is Kill Baby Kill, which sounds more like it's going to be like a Russ Meyer. Yeah, like, it's got some big, some yeah. big booby ladies running yeah. around and I mean, in the was, desert. It was the 60s, but um, I mean, the, the description really doesn't sound like it. So it's uh, a doctor investigating strange deaths in a village in Transylvania. So I wonder, the, title, what, I, the title... I wonder what the cause of death would have been mm. in Transylvania. Mm. Yeah. Mm. But I think, again, with the Barber movies, it's going to have like other 
uh, it's going to be like AKA titles. So there may be one that fits it a little bit more. Um, we will uh, obviously give that a little bit more of information when we have some facts together about it. But yeah, so that was number 70. So we're now into the 60s. Number 69 is Cabinet of Dr. Caligari. The classic film student friend. Uh, although I studied film at university, I never saw this movie, which I feel like is... So this like is I've... the 1920s, uh, 1920 yeah. one. Is there a, a, have there been remakes of it, or is it just this one? I'm sure there must have been a remake of it at some point. I don't, Not that I'm aware of, but it seems like the kind of thing there maybe it's been done mm. okay but anyway we'll what's do, it about we'll do our research so this is another silent carnival horror with uh, a bunch of mysterious deaths <laughs> is that a horror that's subgenre all, the, the silent carnival horror is that a, um... that's my that's my general aesthetic okay. i think is uh, <laughs> silent carnival horror yeah it's yeah so that that's all we know about that one so we're going back like the earliest i think that might be the oldest film that we have on here is 19 1920 so we're um yeah, so we're going all the way back. Cool. Yeah. So, number 68 is 28 Days Later. Have you seen it? No. You have not seen it? I've not seen <gasps> it. So, I have, um, quite a few years ago, I think now. Um, I can remember it mostly. Um, and, uh, yeah. It's... I'm, I'm looking for... I, there's no reason why I've not seen it. It just happens to be one of those, you know... Like a spot in my in my knowledge where I have not I've not seen it. I don't really know much about it. I know they're running zombies. Yeah. Rage zombies. Rage zombies. Okay, so that's all that's basically all I know. I know nothing about the plot of it. So Yeah, you're gonna. Okay, that's cool. That's good. So sixty seven is Night of the Demon by Jacques Tourneur. Um nineteen fifty seven. Uh a man investigates his colleague's mysterious death. And his friend died when he was investigating a cult. Okay. So I am ready for this one. I'm into it. I've not yeah. seen it, so yeah. that should be interesting. Yeah, we're good. 66. Uh, another one from uh, from early 2000s now. So uh, this is Switchblade Romance. So this is a French movie. came out in 2003. Um, I've just written, uh, French woman and friend visiting family attacked and stalked by psychotic truck driver. Have you seen it? No. I have. Um, have. I this placement in this list to me is absolutely baffling. As um, in because it's good or because no, it's not good? No, because it sucks. Oh. <laughs> I do. Not, I did not oh, like this movie. Okay. Um, so maybe I'll go back to it with fresh eyes. But I remember the end particularly offending me. I remember it just being uh, a real waste of time. But there you no, go. Thanks for that. That's okay. Good. I'm glad. So yeah, so so we're gonna waste all your time Yay. now. Uh, Sixty-five is Pulse. So this is Kyoshi Kurosawa, two thousand one. Uh, I've just written uh, it's like The Ring, but on computers. So sorry for anyone who's watched that and is now screaming at me for uh, uh, dumbing it down so much because this one, this movie shows up on a lot of lists. Then, if I'm right, this is the first Asian movie we've had. It is. Wow. I used to fucking love um, Tartan Asia movies, <laughs> like back in the early two thousands. Oh my god, I, I could I think... not get enough. If it had the word Tartan Asia Extreme on it, I was buying it. Um, but yeah, this, this one, is, this yeah, one has, has have... missed me, missed, passed me by. This one, yeah. So I think, uh, I think there are a few more um, Asian and Japanese 
um, movies that are coming up in the list, but this is the first one, so... Cool. Okay. Uh, ooh. So, 64 is the Beyond, and it's the first time that we've seen Lucio Fulci on this list. Isn't it the only time we see Lucio Fulci on this Possibly. list? Possibly. But that name, if you're a horror person, should should mean a lot to you. Zombie mm. uh, and a bunch of other awesome mm. films. But yeah, this is... Uh, I've never seen this movie. I'm so ready for this movie just from my own description I've written. So, uh, a woman inherits an old hotel, which turns out to be on the top of uh, a portal that goes straight to hell. Cool. I'm into it. That sounds good. I'm so ready. Um, Make sure you leave it a bad review on TripAdvisor. Mm. Um, What's next? 63 is Lake Mungo. For my money the worst horror title yeah. on this list yeah it doesn't really strike fear into you does lake it? mungo <laughs> no yeah so this was 2008 so the little bit that i read about it was um i think i think it's uh australian and i think that it was at south by southwest and did really well at south by southwest everyone loved it and then it kind of dropped off the radar and then people started discovering it again which led to it obviously being on this list. So this is uh, a girl drowns and then weird unexplained things start happening in her family home. And that's all we got. Okay. So, so um, it could be could Like be I good. said, hopefully it surpasses the, the quality of its title because Lake mm. Mungo is no. atrocious. Yeah, anyway. it's not great. Um, 62 is The Night of the Hunter. So this is 1955. Um the old classic, former minister attempts to seduce a widow to steal her executed husband's money. Have you seen this? No. I've seen this. You have? Yeah, it's ah. good. It's really good. Um, once again, I think it kind of treads that line between horror and thriller, but I'm. Mm. I, it's like whatever, whatever genre you put it in is a great movie. Is it so. a sexy thriller? No, no. definitely not. It's about, it's it's about like a pri- seduction it's about, thing, I thought. No, it's like, a, it's, be... like a, it's like a priest hunting down two children. Ugh. There's def- no sexiness yeah, no, to no, it. No, no, no. Um, okay. Next up. So this is, and I apologise for my French pronunciation. I'll try and get it. This is number 61. This is Le Diabolique. This is 1955. Henri-Georges Clouseau. Um, and a woman and her husband's mistress conspire to kill the husband i was trying to work out how to write that properly so two two women one is married to him one is having an affair with him and they conspire together to kill him and that's all i got oh okay mm-hmm. i know nothing about that one so no, me neither so we're up to 60 now yeah so number 60 is wreck now i know that you've seen this i I've have seen this. not some hunky firemen that's all i remember that's all you remember <laughs> That's all I remember. I That's be, all I choose to remember. Should I be concerned? <laughs> no. Okay. So this is um, this is the first found footage, unless there's been ones that out of the movies that we haven't seen, but I don't think there is. I think this is the first found footage um, horror on here. No, I think... Um, is on Lake Mungo? Oh, no, wait. No. Okay. Out of the ones we've seen, anyway, this is, this is one that we know that is uh, found footage. So... So there's a reporter who's covering firefighters. Please tell me if I'm getting this wrong. The reporter goes in covering uh, a story about firefighters, but gets trapped in a building, and there are some slightly disturbing occupants in said building. Yeah, I'd say that's pretty fair, without mm-hmm. giving too much away. Okay. 59? 59, we're going back to the 1930s. So this is Vampire. 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 You always got to say it with a, with a wa. Vampire. 
Okay, so um, this is, uh, ni- yeah, like I said, 1932. Uh, Carl Theodore Dreyer, or Dreyer. I will, I will make sure I get pronunciation right when we get to this one. Um, so this is a man who is traveling around. He discovers a girl who is slowly turning into a vampire. And then hilarity ensues, I don't know. <laughs> never never heard of it, never seen it. No, nope, so me neither, me let's neither. on to the next one, 58. Uh, 58 is Kwaidan. Uh, by Masaki Kobayashi, 1964, and it is a collection of four Japanese supernatural folk tales. Cool, well, that sounds, a, sounds yeah. interesting. Yeah, I'm into it. Um, 57 is The Vanishing. This is 1988. You've seen this, haven't you? So you yeah, this is not this is not the shit remake with I think it's got Jeff Bridges in it. The remake has. I love Jeff Bridges. Yeah, but this that that is not a good version. Mm. This is the original version of the 88 version of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this movie. This is a real down a downbeat one. What's it about? It's about a guy and his I want to say girlfriend, girlfriend or wife and they they're driving and they have an argument and she gets out of the car um and then she's never seen again. It's cool. It's a real uh, yeah, like I said, it's um I don't want Is that, wanna, is that wanna... like the end? Like no, no, she gets no. out she gets out of the car no, no, and she's the... got that's the start. That's the very, very start of it. Um, um, and then stuff happens from there. I, I, like I said, a lot of these movies, I, if you've never seen them, I don't want you to go in with any knowledge whatsoever. Just like us. So, um, so, so <laughs> no yeah. No knowledge about anything. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's up next? 56. 56 is The Sixth Sense. Okay. Now, M. Night Shyamalan. It is. So this came out in 99. I think it's been parodied so many times. And even if you haven't seen it, you know what the ending is. But I still really enjoy it. I really like this film. I find it hard to separate it from from the parody. Mm. I feel like it's almost been done too many times, mm. even more than like The Exorcist or The Shining and things like that. I feel like I've seen so many like lazy, hacky mm. Sixth Sense parodies that it's kind of like hard for me to separate it from, in my in my mind. But I'm I'm definitely going to give it a go. I I, I loved when it the first the time. time you, when was the last time you saw it? Because I know I've watched I, well, it myself I, recently. Like yeah, fairly. I, recently. I feel like I walked in at the end of your most recent rewatch of it. So okay. not that long ago. So okay. like I'm within the last two three months. Yeah. Okay, so uh, fifty five is Repulsion. So <laughs> controversial for a whole other different reason. <laughs> yeah, this is Roman Polanski. Um, we're trying to separate the guy from the uh, from the art here. So yeah, so we have. Uh, Repulsion 1965 so this is um, Catherine Deneuve um, playing a woman who has a phobia of men uh, but decides to go on a trip with a friend and during the trip she slowly starts losing her mind now I always get this one confused with The Tenant Um, I think it's The Tenant that I've seen I've not seen this one though Mm -hmm. okay Okay. Uh, 54 is going to be one of Ollie's favourites so I'll let him uh Talk 50, all the way about this. Fifty four is a Razorhead by David Lynch. Um, another one of the. I love this movie, but another one of those ones where I'm like, is this a horror movie? With David Lynch films, I think there's a real subtle blurring of of what is a horror movie and what is real life. So I'm very <laughs> much looking forward to seeing this and seeing whether I agree with its categorization as a horror movie. Um, I've seen it before. I'm, I'm not saying yeah, that, but with watching it with like is this a horror movie in mind or is it scary mm. I'd almost be tempted to put like Twin Peaks Firewalk with me in there mm. ahead of it but that requires so much knowledge of what's happened before in the in the TV series that I can understand why it's not in the list you know you could have had 
Mulholland Drive, which for my money has got one of the scariest bits in it. Inland, Inland, Empire. Inland Empire. That's a that's a great one. Lost Highway as well. There are, mm-hmm. to be honest, most of his films are kind of like weird backdoor horror films, so uh, I can understand. I mean, I'd say that Eraserhead is a body horror, wouldn't you? Not without giving anything too much away. Mm, no, not really. Mm. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't say it's a body horror. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, 52 is The Devils, uh, Ken Russell, 1971. Now, you are convinced that we have watched this together. We've definitely watched this together. I do not remember watching this, and I think I would do, um, considering it's, uh, accusing, you know, accusing people of witchcraft. Um, yeah, it would be one that I think I would remember. I just don't remember it. Maybe I will when we watch it again. I'll be like, yeah. Oliver Reed. Yeah. Looking. Yeah. Looking like he's not suffered from years and years of drink at that point. <laughs> uh, ooh, 51 is The Descent, 2005. Now, I have seen this and you have not. I've not seen this. Ah, okay. So, um, I just literally wrote in the notes, uh, women on a caving expedition become trapped and there's something in there with them. That's all I'm telling you because I don't it? want you to go in there. I'm not, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. So it's now we're into thing. fifty. So we're into the. So I know this is going to be a, this episode is probably going to be longer than most of our normal episodes, but Sorry. we've got to, you know we've got to go through the list. So uh, I hope you're all enjoying it. <laughs> right. So we're halfway through. So number fifty is Peeping Tom. So this came out in 1960, and the bit that I uh, I recall from just doing a little bit of research on it was that this was one of the ones that uh, people were absolutely horrified by this film. So it'll be interesting to see whether it holds up as a horrifying film or we can see why. Um, but it came out the same year as Psycho. So, you know, it was I a think real... This, from what I remember of this movie, it's like uh, one of those like lost classics. Like, I think it was... It was so controversial at its time that it was tried. They tried to basically like hide it and mm. shut it down completely, um, and then years and years and years later, I feel like it got like a refound recognition from people like Martin Scorsese and lots of other famous directors. Uh, but yeah, I'm. I feel like I've seen parts of it, but I've never seen it. The, I I couldn't give you like a full rundown of what happens. Yeah. So I mean, all I've got on here is that there is a man going around murdering women. I'm pretty sure that probably starts from the very beginning so it's probably not much of a spoiler um but uses his camera to film their last moments so i can imagine people who weren't uh, expecting that sort of thing from a film the same way that people were horrified by psycho in the same year that they would have been like how does this pass as entertainment they would have mm. been like absolutely like just uh yeah pretty disgusted by it so looking forward to that one um 49 is the ring or ringu Ringo. Ringo. I would call it. I'd call it the ring, but okay. you know. But just to just to uh, to separate it from the uh, American remake, which is not great. Sorry for anyone who likes it. Um, this is the the nineteen ninety eight original Hideo Nakata um, one. So we know this again. I think it's been like parodied quite a bit, and everyone kind of knows the the basic story of it. So there's a reporter who's investigating a video which apparently kills anyone who has viewed it within seven days. This movie is the f- maybe the first one that we've come to so far that actually scared me, scared me. Mm. When I saw this, I uh, saw it introduced by Mark Kermode. It must have been like 2001, 2002. Um, 
and I remember I just got my own room. Me and my brothers used to share a room, and I just got my own room with my own TV, and I turned it on, and uh, this was on, uh, and it shit me up proper. <laughs> so I'm really looking. How I'm, old would you have been? Uh, two thousand, two thousand twenty-three. Yeah, if it was like two thousand and one, two thousand and two, I would have been seventeen. Yeah, 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 that seems okay. about right. Yeah, um, I do. I do have a funny story of my own to tell about this movie. So uh, please remind me of that when we oh, actually well, get to this one. We'll I'll get on it. On so forty-eight. Forty-eight is Invasion of the Body Snatchers again, but it is the nineteen fifty-six version this time, rather than. The uh, Donald Sutherland one, which is at eighty-one in the list, so uh, so this one has actually beat the one that most people know, I think, outside of the horror community. Okay. So this again is um, pod people, yeah, take, pod re- people, replicating people, alien duplicates and things. So yeah, looking forward to seeing that. I think I've seen I've seen the remake, um, the Donald Sutherland remake, but I've not seen this one, so no, I'm looking same. forward to it. Um. 47 is Dead of Night. Uh, this had multiple directors. Uh, I did not have space to write all of them down, so I will go into that a little bit more. This came out in 1945. And all I've written for this one is An architect has recurring dreams of impending doom. We've missed one. Really? Yeah, I've just been Who looking. Have you missed? We've missed uh, number 53. <gasps> oh my god, we did miss 53. I got too excited. Sorry. Okay. Okay, so we'll. So we'll no, go, back. go go back to Dead of Night for a second, and then okay. we'll jump back to 53. Yeah. So Dead of Night was an architect has recurring dreams of impending doom. I've that's, not, that's all I've, I've got. not seen it. Yeah. So, so this is 1945. So, so let's just jump yeah. back to 53 okay, for a second. So 53 is. I am so sorry that I missed this. This is the first time that we've seen Dario Argento on this list, and this is Deep Red. Um. I love this movie, mm-hmm. especially the soundtrack. Uh, if anyone is a fan of Goblin, uh, then you'll be happy. There's a bunch more Goblin in this list as as we go further Sinfie on. So, goodness. yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyone who's not seen it, a psychic medium is murdered, and the man who discovered the body tries to find the killer. That is like the basest yeah. description of this film. Some great murders in this mm-hmm. movie, like a real classic Giallo. Dario Argento. If you don't know what Jallo is, don't worry, we'll be going into that when we get to it. So yeah, sorry about that. I'll make sure that I stick the list up on social so you can go through it in the proper order. Yeah. But now, jumping back to 46, this is The Others. Now, I remember that I'd watched this before you, I think. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And then I kept saying to you, you need to watch this because it's really good. Uh, I really enjoyed it. Um... And uh, it's just got that right amount of, like, uh, creepy house, creepy things happening in a creepy house that I love. So, so yeah, this is uh, Nicole Kidman. I remember not loving it loads, I've no, got to be honest. I liked it. I so, know, maybe maybe my mind will be changed when we watch yeah. it. But that was the very first time I've seen it. So, maybe yeah. going back through it a second time, I'll see something I like. Yeah. 45, though. This is crazy to me. Yeah. This placement on this list is bonkers. <laughs> 45 is one of our all-time favourite movies that we watch at least once a year, if not more, and it's The Silence of the Lambs. 45? Mm. I mean, come on. Mm. That is so low down on the list. It's crazy <laughs> to me. Um, Anyone who's not seen it, I mean, who are you really? But um, anyone who's not seen it, the, the like briefest description that i can give of it is a young fbi trainee attempts to catch a serial killer with the help of an incarcerated cannibal um 
it's not going to be on the list and I don't think it has any chance of getting itself onto <laughs> the list but if you've never seen Manhunter um, go back and watch that that's the very first Hannibal Lecter movie directed by Michael Mann um, it's fucking great if not just for Tom Noonan who plays uh, the Tooth Fairy in it which is uh, yeah really worth checking out yeah watch that over Red Dragon because uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not as Garbage. good. Right, on to the next one. On to 44. 44 is another Roman Polanski. This is The Tenant, as you mentioned earlier. So this is uh, Roman Polanski himself playing um, a man who moves into an apartment and uh, starts harbouring beliefs that his neighbours, his new neighbours, are trying to kill him. So does that sound familiar? Because you said that you does sound. I said. think it's. I think it's The Tenant. I've seen. I okay. seem to remember. If I looked at the box, the box art. I'm almost certain that I would remember but I'm pretty sure it's The Tenant okay cool what's 43 I yeah so I have seen that I have seen The Tenant I have not so I'm okay. intrigued okay 43 is uh, Hour of the Wolf 1967 Ingmar Bergman this is the I think the only horror movie that he did please correct me if I'm wrong here but um, I think this is the only horror movie that he did so this is uh, an artist and his pregnant wife are on holiday and the artist begins to have an emotional breakdown, and then I've, other things. I've heard of it. I've never seen it. I've never no. ever seen. Now, I should go back and hand in my degree because I don't think I've ever seen an Ingmar Bergman mm. film. Not Seventh Seal. None of those. None of that. Mm. None this of that stuff. This is what this list is here for. Exactly. So, okay. Uh, Forty-two. I'm very much looking forward to watching again because it's been a while. Um, is The Devil's Backbone by Guillermo del Toro and I love Guillermo del Toro so yeah so I'm looking forward to this this came out in 2001 Um, it is uh, another orphanage based film Um, I know the other one wasn't del Toro but he was involved I believe um, yeah I think he produced it exec produced or something so this is another one so a young boy goes to an orphanage Uh, he realises that it's haunted and begins to discover its secrets I like this movie. I don't remember it being 42 on the list good, but I remember it being good. What, you think it was, it should be lower? It should be. Yeah, I think it should be lower. It shouldn't be in the 40s. But like I said, it's been so many years since I've seen it that I could be way, way out on that. Yeah. Okay. 41? 41 is Possession, uh, 1981. Uh, A woman asks her husband for a divorce and then begins acting very strangely. Um, is that the one with Sam Neill in it? Yes. Okay, yes. so I've heard a lot. I've heard about it, but I've not seen it. So I'm really, I'm yeah, really yeah. looking forward to that one. Okay. I've heard it's excellent. Yeah, I have not seen it either, so I'm looking forward to that. So now we're at number forty. I have made sure that I haven't missed any more out. No, you're no? right. Okay. Uh, number forty is Jacob's Ladder that came out in 1990. This is Tim Robbins, um, of uh, Shawshank Redemption fame. So um, that is Tim Robbins, right? Yeah, I get it right. Um, and he plays don't doubt yourself darling I'm sorry Uh, he plays a uh, Vietnam War veteran um, who is having difficulty separating his delusions and reality so expect lots of uh, strange hallucinations and all sorts of odd stuff going Um, on yeah I've never seen this one me neither I I feel like I I kind of had the the ending ruined for me really yeah yeah don't ruin it for me I won't okay Um, 39 you've seen I have not seen Cannibal Holocaust now Kirsty is not going to like this film. I'm telling her right now. <laughs> you think I'm going is... to prefer Salo over this, though? Yeah, I honestly think really? you will. I think Salo has a bad rap. <laughs> it's not that bad. Salo is like Salo is <laughs> is way more of like an arty, mm. 
it's like an art project. Cannibal Holocaust is disgusting. <laughs> uh, and it seemingly has no artistic merit. Um, it depends which version you watch. I feel like I've seen the super duper uncut one where there's so much animal mutilation mm. um, that it's kind of uh, really off-putting. We're also that. we're also going to be talking to you guys who probably know a little bit more out there um, about which versions of certain films we should be watching as well, because me and Kirsty were talking earlier. And, you know, let's go back to Aliens, which is at 76 or something. <laughs> there are about four different versions of Aliens. And all I can ever think is that... Um, the director's cut even though it's got a bunch of fun stuff in it is probably not the version to watch whereas you know something like cannibal holocaust maybe what what fans would say is you know the most uh the kind of the best version of it is the completely uncut version so we will kind of (laughs) we'll look around for on the internet for what the opinions are and also we'll ask you guys out there um, and then we'll try and let you all know what version we're going to watch of each movie. Um, anyway. So, yeah. So, now we're on to 38. 30. Oh, no. Wait, well, we didn't, well, we didn't really do a rundown of Cannibal Holocaust. Okay. So, the what I've put on there is uh, Professor on a Rescue Mission discovers lost footage from the missing documentary crew. So, yeah. uh, from my knowledge, this is like the the original, the OG found footage movie. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I it's mean, got some I, I, fucking amazing effect in it. Let, I was, I think it was really unfair for me to say. It came out in 1979. I feel like it was pretty unfair to say it had no artistic merit, but it is. Uh, it's pretty grim. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Uh, so yeah, 38 is uh, Eyes Without a Face. Now this is one that I have not seen, but it popped up on a lot of lists when we were doing this when we were doing the research for this. So I, I am looking forward to it. This was yeah, 1959. Um, uh, a surgeon uh, causes his daughter's disfigurement in an accident and then goes to massive extremes to try and fix her. I've never seen it. No. I've, I feel like I've heard that name before, that eyes without a face, but mm-hmm. I've never, I don't know anything about it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, it is one that we've all heard of. <laughs> so this is, uh, number 37 is Frankenstein. This is the uh, original uh, 1931. So I believe these would have been the Ealing Studios ones, James Whale directing... Um, we'll do a little bit more research into that when we get to this uh, when we get to 37 but this is obviously the classic tale of uh, a doctor who is uh, attempting to play God building man from parts of corpses all good stuff all the classics yeah so looking forward to that and oh my god 36 see I cannot believe that this is a 36 because this is one of my absolute favourites so at number 36 is The Wicker Man and this is the original 1973. There is no Nicolas Cage anywhere on this list. There's no bees. No, no bees in this no, one. No bees. Is it no Nicolas Cage on this whole list? Maybe. I don't think so. I know I he's, I'm trying to think of what, I'm trying to think of what horror movies he's done though. Mm. Like I know like Mandy, like recently, and like Mum and Dad. Yeah. But I'm trying to think of any other like. Okay. Horror well, this movies is, he's done. There is no Nicolas Cage in this movie. Okay, well okay. that's all that that's all that matters, and thank We're Christ good. for that as well. We're good. So, if you've not seen The Wicker Man, just it's it's so good, it's so good. Um, so the the basic premise is uh, a very religious policeman played by Edward Woodward uh, travels to a remote island to investigate the disappearance of a girl, and uh, all sorts of interesting things start happening when he arrives. So. 
uh yeah it's just classic folk horror it's exactly the sort of film that i like um yeah i'm really looking forward to actually like reviewing it rather than just sitting there like joyfully watching it because it's just so good i'm kind of i'm kind of baffled by 36 on the list but you know we'll we'll have a chance to shift it around i think so 35 is carnival of souls another carnival we like carnivals carnivals are kind of creepy so i can kind of see why yeah so this was 1962 versus the like 1920s carnivals that we've seen already so um all i've got a resurgence of the carnival uh the carnival genre yeah spooky carnival horror what was it silent carnival horror yes um so this is uh a woman is uh is drawn to visit a carnival after she experiences a traumatic event now i remember that there was a little bit more in the description than that but i really wanted to keep it to like the absolute basics so that is uh all we've got for that one um it's an excellent title though i'm really looking forward to that carnival of souls so uh 34 34 is joining up with uh, number 37 we have bride of frankenstein who's actually beat frankenstein um to this. i've heard so it this... i've heard it's the better of the mm-hmm. two so i'm so yeah it kind of makes mean, this sense was, this was what birthed the um the classic bride of frankenstein huge uh huge tall hair with the white stripe down the side um you know it's it's just it's just movie history so i am looking forward to like watching that because i have not watched it have no, you watched it no no like i said if it was if it was released before the year 1950 then or 1960 then there's a pretty huge chance i've not seen it okay okay um 33 we have watched together fairly recently and it was one of the ones that made me do a big swear at the screen uh in various points so uh, do you this remember is... what the swear was fiddlesticks yeah yeah definitely uh so this is hereditary which again like there may be people who think that um it belongs uh, slightly lower in the list compared to like some of the classics that are on here but everyone i know who's watched it has really enjoyed it of all the of this recent crop of uh kind of well 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 regarded horror movies like get out and a quiet place this is the best one yeah whether it's 33 bests i'm not sure but if any of these movies i was thinking i'm gonna put really high on the list it would be this one yeah i just thought of a movie that's not on here what's is the witch on here no the witch isn't on here. Wow. Uh, right, we'll add that one on. Okay. So <laughs> what we're we're thinking of doing is every now and again we'll do a special episode where we'll take um listener suggestions of films that they think should be on this list but are not. And then if they are you know, if we love them uh, and everyone else out there loves them as well, we'll kind of stick them into the running when we do our rejig top one hundred when we get yeah. to the very, very final episode. Yeah. So we have got. Sorry, just looking back through the list somewhere. There what are you looking go. for? Mm, so the next one is um, number thirty-two is Cat People, uh, nineteen forty-two, Jacques Um <laughs> The description for this is amazing, but again, like it is one that like everyone. This is um, so Jacques Tourneur did Night of the Demon as well, was it? Yeah, maybe. Um. So yeah, the description of this is basically uh, there is a Serbian woman who marries an American man and uh, due to uh, the mythical stories from her home country she is terrified that she is going to turn into a cat person if they are intimate together. 
it's not the way I do it, but there you go. <laughs> <laughs> You're still human, right? She's still <laughs> pretty, human. Pretty, pretty um, sure. Right, 31. Uh, 31 is Videodrome. So this is uh, David Cronenberg, 1982. Uh, I have not seen this. You have. I've seen this. Because uh, you went through a bit of a Cronenberg phase at some point. In yeah, your, uh, yeah. Yep. This is, um, I don't like this as much as Dead Ringers, so immediately there's kind of like a bit of a flip-flop here for me. But, you know, it's a great movie. James Woods, um, he's like a sleazy TV exec and he discovers like a weird, I don't know if it's a channel or a program, um, and it starts to fuck with his mind. So, uh, yeah, I'll be looking forward to watching that one again. I've not seen it in a while. Okay. We're down to number 30. So, number 30, top 30, top 30. Number 30 is... The Changeling. Now, this is not the Angelina Jolie Changeling movie, which apparently is very good. But I have seen it. Yeah, it's a great, it's a great movie. Does not belong on a horror movie list. So, this is the Changeling. This is uh, 1979. Um, the all I've got on that to try and keep it as uh, spoiler-free as possible in this short description is: a man stays in a remote mansion and discovers that it is haunted. Cool. Um, I've l- never heard of it. Never heard of it, so I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that one. Yep. Uh, number 29 is The Birds, 1963, Alfred Hitchcock. So I've seen parts of The Birds, and I feel like I'm going at it with a modern moviegoer's kind of mm-hmm. sensibility. And I just remember feeling like it was really cheesy. But, yeah. but then I that... think people think that about Psycho as well. Like, it's just, you know, no, at the there's time. No way. There Psycho... are people, there are definitely people who don't rate it, but then they're obviously not like horror horror lovers as such, but they can't see why it's such a classic. But I reckon, like, we could, we could watch the birds and you'd enjoy it. So, uh, essentially, a town is attacked by a flock of murderous birds. Cool. The end. Um,. 28 give is... Me, give me the biggest seed bell you have. <laughs> no, that's too big. Um... <laughs> Number 28 is The Evil Dead. 1981, Sam Raimi. Uh, we know that there's been a remake, but obviously we're going to go for the classic. Uh, so 1981, a bunch of teens go to a cabin in the woods, uh, accidentally read from the Book of the Dead, and stuff happens. Stuff does happen. Stuff <laughs> so, really does happen. See, this is another one where I'm, I'm thinking, do I try and find the the super uncut version but then again from what i hear the super uncut version is basically just added tree rape so i'm kind of like is that really what we want is that what we want um but yeah there you go yeah yeah spoiler tree rape someone sorry (laughs) sorry. uh 27 is the blair witch project 99 so no 1999 it came out it's at number 27 on the list i still really like this film i think it holds up I remember seeing it in the cinema. Probably yeah, would have been better to see it at home, but seeing it in the cinema. No, I've I've got I've seen it in the cinema and I've seen it at home. Mm-hmm. Seeing it in the cinema was fucking great. Yeah. People were losing their shit. Yeah. Um, which I find is a very good way to watch a horror movie. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, um, it's you know, like everyone knows this one. Again, it's another one that's like been uh, parodied over the years. Um, it's you know, like everyone kind of knows what happened, but. Um, yeah, it's it's found footage, uh, documentary team investing in le- investigating the legend of the Blair Witch in the woods. Yeah, that's this one for me stands out as like the first movie of the internet age. Mm-hmm. So this was people were still of- asking whether it was real or not. I remember like- seeing like adverts for it and articles in the newspaper like 
is it real? Is it real? Yeah. And that, like, I think they did such a cool people job. People walking out of the. I remember the group of people that I went with um, to go and see it at the cinema, and we had like there were people who were arguing within the group. People who believed that it was uh, genuinely real. Um, they were like, we've seen the missing posters. Like we've we've seen them like advertise. Uh, you know, we've seen the website and stuff like that, asking for information about these missing people. And you know, like people honestly believed it. So obviously now, people looking at it now, um, who weren't you know sort of weren't around in that time because uh, that's scary like people who uh <laughs> the real horror there were people who were born in the year that this came out who are now 20 so that's that's quite terrifying um yeah so people who were around went around in that time and they know obviously about you know sort of like viral marketing and like um social media and everything like that they would not understand like, just how good it was like be- believing that this was real so so yeah uh, we'll obviously go into that a little bit more, but uh, safe to say we both love this film. So, yeah. uh, twenty six is Poltergeist. Now, I'm probably not going to be very popular in this, but I, I'm not. It's not my favorite. I feel it's like I saw it in a, t- a time of my in my life where I, one thing I feel like I'm going to talk about a lot in this podcast is when you see a movie at a certain age, I feel like you'll forgive it certain. Um, like transgressions and I feel mm. like I was too old when I watched Poltergeist Agreed. to really kind of like have that yeah. love for it I, I enjoyed it but I didn't love it so but it's directed by Toby Hooper or I should put in air quotes it's directed by Toby Hooper because everyone says it's actually directed by Steven Spielberg um, so it, it we'll does s- feel a bit Spielberg-y um, but yeah I mean we were speaking to a friend briefly about it the other day and she mentioned about um where Poltergeist was on this list because it was one of her absolute favourites and she mentioned that she had watched it as a child and so it, it shit her up as a child so I think that it definitely <laughs> does it definitely does make a difference depending on what age you watch it I feel like there's going to be it. a lot of use of the term shit me up or totally shit them shit up, up shit her up yeah uh, um, now 25 25 is uh, The Omen which came out in 1976. Now, I really like this film and I've watched it a few times. You said you think you've watched bits of it, um, but I you, feel like you I, know I, the story enough. Yeah, I feel so. like I know all of the main story beats of, of The Omen, but I I don't ever remember a time where I sat down and watched it from beginning to end. Like, there's not one scene in it where I would say, oh, I'm shocked. I don't, you know, I didn't mm. see that coming because like, I feel like it's been watched in a weird kind of jigsaw piece way so yeah, so watching it from beginning to end yeah i'm looking so, for yeah but yeah directed by richard donner a couple adopt a boy who they come to realize is something i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that <laughs> word last word really yeah okay okay yes yeah, so yeah, a... he's, he's a bit different that's all yeah okay he's just misunderstood it's fine a lot of uh a lot of eyeliner <laughs> a lot of a lot of cradle of filth t-shirts uh, journal writing you know yeah, it's just no one understands him really you know um, so yeah, twenty four is Freaks, um, nineteen thirty two. Todd Browning. So we have already had uh, Carnival of one of some one of the Carnival movies. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so again, this is another silent Carnival horror. No, it's, I think not, it's, not, it's, it's not silent. Okay, so it's not silent. It's nineteen thirty two. It is a Carnival horror from the looks of it. So uh, a trapeze artist uh, marries. Uh, another performer who is deeply in love with her um, and she marries him the sole purpose of stealing his inheritance but his uh, friends decide to step in to try and uh, stop it from happening so 
not entirely sure what they'll. I've never seen what it. They'll do no, I've never, me neither. I, I feel like I know. I one hundred percent know the story to it. I know how it ends and everything, but I've not seen it. I feel like I've watched a, a Treehouse of Horror, like a Simpsons Treehouse of Horror that's ruined it for me. <laughs> okay, um, twenty three is Nosferatu, a Symphony of Horror. So this is like the original silent vampire horror you've seen you know the you know the silhouette you know what the guy looks like you He's, know it if you've ever like, seen the far show <laughs> then just think of paul whitehouse monster monster it's that it's that it's version it's pretty much it yeah so 1922 silent horror um i'm really looking forward to it because i haven't actually seen the original i've seen so many clips from it but i've not actually seen the whole no, thing no i've never so. seen it for me, that kind that this Nosferatu is when someone says, "What does that? What does Dracula look like?" It doesn't look like Christopher Lee or, you know, Brad Pitt and and Antonio Banderas. It looks like <laughs> it looks like this dude. Yeah. Um. Cool. Number twenty two. Number twenty two is the Haunting. So this was nineteen sixty three. This is actually the adaptation of the Haunting of Hill House. So anyone who's seen it the, is yeah. So where? Yeah, but anyone who's seen the um the netflix netflix right yeah netflix um series which is awesome by the way um this is more like the book the shirley jackson book which again is is really really good so the the series itself is actually kind of loosely based on the haunting of hill house um this is like from the book like i said so this is uh, a group of people who don't know each other they go and stay in a house to investigate uh, supernatural happenings and supernatural happenings happen but so it's it's very different to the whole um like uh family based uh thing that was that was in the netflix series but i cool. would recommend them both i haven't seen it's got this. it's got um hasn't it got what's his name um christ what's the guy's name russ tamblin from twin peaks in it possibly um we'll do a little bit of uh, a little bit of extra research but yeah so i mean even if you've seen the series the ones you Hill house which is really great um i would say uh this is yeah based on the book so maybe read the book or maybe go into it completely blind that's my um, favorite way yeah i like knowing nothing yeah so uh 21 is audition now i think ollie was quite surprised that i'd seen this because it's a tartanasia right yeah yeah uh, you, never, later, so. you have seen this? Yeah, I have. I thought you said you hadn't seen no, it. No, I have. Okay. Yeah, so this is 99. Um, to you catch you, Mike. So yeah. it's basically a guy who's lonely. I think he has a kid already. I think his, maybe his wife has died. Uh, and he is a... I feel like he's a movie director. or he's, some, he's, he's something in the media. And he basically sets up like a fake audition to try and find a wife. Which sounds real sleazy. And it sounds like he's going to be the bad guy. Or maybe he is. Um but then he gets married to this woman who comes into the audition uh, and she turns out to be deeply crazy. <laughs> I feel like that's not a spoiler. Really? Is it? No? Really? No. Really? Okay. Yeah, I think so. I okay. feel like it's established pretty early on that she's kind of crazy. I mean, if you see the cover of the... the um, yeah, the, if it's on the, the cover, box, yeah. it can't, can't be a spoiler. Okay, okay. Uh, number 20. So we're into the 20s and we go in with um, one that... that Ship me up. It ship me up. Um, <laughs> we're gonna get. Uh, sh- I'm gonna get. Sh- we're gonna get shirts printed that just say it shit me up. <laughs> totally shit me up. <laughs> behind um, the behind the sofa, it shit me up. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, number twenty is Nightmare on Elm Street. So this is Wes Craven, 1984. None of the remake stuff. Um, 
group of teens have to fight a mysterious killer who hunts them in their dreams. Here's, here's a confession. When I was really young, I was in, thankfully when I was really young, I was in the Scouts... Um, and I used to lie to people and told them that I'd seen Nightmare on Elm Street to sound really cool. <laughs> You're so cool. So cool. You are so and I was cool. like, I was, I must have been like nine, and I was like, <laughs> yeah, I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. Didn't, didn't shit me up though. Didn't shit me up at all. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, but I have now seen it. I'm still not. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm not lying about that. Good, I good, probably good. have seen it. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a classic. It's great. Um, Number 19 is Let the Right One In, which uh, I think we watched together, but quite a long time ago. Um, I really enjoyed it. In a fledgling relationship. Yes. Um, I think think a lot more... Do you think more people would know Let Me In? No. No? Fuck no, they wouldn't. Okay. Okay. So yeah, Let the Right One In came out um, in 2008, directed by Thomas Alfredson. and it's uh, basically the premise is it's uh, a young boy who's been bullied a lot and uh, he befriends a child vampire. Do you remember the littlest vampire? Yes. Okay. It's not that. <laughs> it's I not have seen that. it, so I do know that it's not the littlest vampire. But, okay. but I don't, don't know why. That just uh, popped into my head yeah, all no, of a sudden. Yeah, no, I'm totally vision- visualising it right he was now. Gre- he was green, right? No. No? No, I'm thinking of Mona the vampire. Oh, yeah. It's, right. I think I think, yeah. Right, my, we'll, my... we'll put together a bunch of uh, child vampire <laughs> comparison sheets for you all. Yeah, when we get when we get to let the right one in, which is at number nineteen. So number eighteen is Cronenberg again, nineteen eighty six, The Fly. For me, you know what I mean. This whole list, this top one hundred, is kind of like, uh, yeah, oh, I've heard of that, I've seen that. That's good. That's not good. When it gets into the top twenty, I feel like it starts to become pretty safe territory. Like, yes, 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 yes. There are one or two places <coughs> I might think about switching round, um, but yeah, I think for the most part, the top twenty is pretty, pretty solid. Good. But anyway, so it's, the fly. Yeah, so I've literally put on this list here. Um, man attempts teleportation and things go really well. Yeah, they don't go really. They don't well. go really well. No, it's uh, it's not my favorite. I mean, I, I see why you see, see why you saw it like later it. though. I did. Maybe maybe if I'd I saw seen it when it, I was, when it was like horrifyingly yeah. young. I didn't see it when I was horrifying. I saw it in, when I was discovering movies, like when I was like seventeen, eighteen. Okay. Like and I, yeah, and I, like, I loved yes. it. Yeah, I loved it. Okay, all right. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, critiquing it a little bit. So, okay, so uh, seventeen is Evil Dead Two. Now, where was Evil Dead? Evil Dead One was twenty eight. So Evil Dead Two is at seventeen. Seems quite seems quite low. I'd say for for a top twenty, I'd normally see it in the top ten. Really? Yeah, I'd, okay. I'd say so. Okay, it's so, so so well loved. Everyone loves this movie. And the yeah, thing I mean, is, that the ver- the list that we're using this time out top one hundred was put together by like loads of different horror filmmakers and horror super fans and like Stephen King and people like that. So I feel like to see it at seventeen is still kind of low, but mm. but you know. So I mean, this is more of a parody sequel to to Evil Dead, isn't it? Oh yeah, it so definitely ramps up the comedy. Have you seen? Yeah. You must have you seen it, right? I have, like a long time ago, though. I think okay. it's not one that I've watched repeatedly, so. Um, I used to, yeah, I used to watch this all the time when I was a kid, all the time. And the next one, I think, as well. So number sixteen is one of Ollie's absolute favourites. I reckon. Mm, I think yes. you're wrong there. Really? Yeah. I, lo- I do I love. No, no, no. Okay. Do, you do love it. I do love it, but it's not one of my. It's not my top five. So let's put is, it like that. Yeah. So this is uh, an American Werewolf in London. 
John Landis, 1981. Two backpackers attacked by a werewolf when they come and visit England. It's in Yorkshire. I love Yorkshire, so it's got a bit of like a soft spot for in my heart as well. But yeah, um, and go to a stereotypical pub. Yeah, they in, do in England. Yeah, so so yeah, um, yeah. It's again like I think I need to watch it a few more times um, to really to really enjoy it. Um, I remember I remember thinking it was fine. Fine. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Again, I, I think you know, like we can, um, we can definitely, you know, I'll be able to pull it apart a little bit. Be okay. Um, Fifteen is one of my favourites. Uh, See, is... now we're about to do a switch yeah, reverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, fifteen is Carrie, uh, nineteen eighty-two, Brian De Palma, um, based on the Stephen King book. Yes. Uh, I love the book. I love the film. I love Sissy Spacek. I think this film is great. Um, I don't know. Um, I think it's just a, a good, you know, you love a you love a, a bully, uh, you know, like bully revenge. Um, you know, uh, underdog getting, you know, like getting her own back kind of thing. But obviously, with uh, supernatural powers thrown in as well, it's gonna like I said, I liked tick it. All the but boxes for me. I liked it, but fifteen Ooh. might be a bit high for me. Okay. Uh, so 14 is The Innocence now this is 1961 directed by Jack Clayton um, I've heard of it I've had it recommended um, it's shown up on a, a lot of lists I have not seen it I, I think, don't think I've heard of it since having it recommended at, um, you know like in these lists when we started doing the research so I so think the, of all the stuff in the top 20 this is the only one I've not seen mm-hmm. so yeah but I'm looking forward to it. It sounds good. Yeah, so uh, this is uh, women in charge of two children, so a governess and nanny. Um, she believes that the house that they live in is haunted and that the children are possessed. Cool. Sounds, sounds great. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Um, number 13 is Don't Look Now. Uh, it came out in 1973. So um, this is, I think you should take over. This is one that you know way more than I do. But... Well, even though I know it maybe more, I used to watch it a, a lot, it's very, very hard to kind of pinpoint down what the plot is. All I'd say is um, uh, a couple experience the ultimate tragedy, and then it's basically them trying to piece together their life afterwards. Mm. Uh, that's as vaguely vague as I can put it, because you don't want it ruined for you again. Um, yeah. I love this movie. Love I mean, it, love it, love there's it. a few, uh, you know, obviously we'll, we'll try and draw the connections and stuff, but I've seen that there's a few on here which are, you know, like people dealing with grief um, and uh, and then, you know, like weird shit starts happening and all of that. So, like, that seems to be a trope as well, like, seems to be happening. So yeah. that this could be one of the sort of original ones um, that, that was built like that. So, yeah. It's it's not my favourite, but um, I know that a lot of people love it. I know that you really enjoy it. So. I think I think you'll like it more when you watch it again. Yeah, I'm putting some some coppers down on it. Okay, okay. So uh, number twelve uh, is Night of the Living Dead. So Romero comes back again, uh, 1968. Um, so this is uh, the shortest description ever. There are people. They are trapped in a farmhouse, and there are zombies. This is like the the big daddy, the ultimate, the mm. original, where basically zombies became not 
uh, created by Voodoo, and it became sort of uh, uh, the zombies we know and love today. Yeah. But yeah, this yeah. is a yeah looking classic. It. Yep. Uh, number 11 is Suspiria 1976 Dario Argento now this is good it's so good it's another uh, well I don't really want to uh, give away a lot of it but um, there's there's girls she uh, gets into a prestigious presti- prestigious dancing academy in Germany and then uh, people start dying in weird mysterious ways classic uh, Dario Argento he loves a good one thing I will say about Dario Argento, he's a bit uneven, but my God, he does a good death. He can, <laughs> he can, and this has got some of the best ones in it. It does, it does. It's one of my face. Now, number 10. Uh, number 10 is uh, Jaws, 1975, Steven Spielberg. Um, Seems low. It is, yeah. It's a great film. Um, we've watched it fairly recently, right? Uh, within the last year or so yeah yeah i think so yeah um again like uh, it's it is a horror but it's oh no for me this, there are, there for are me there's no who i think would disagree no. with what their belief of horror no. is really i disagree with their disagreeing because there's no way that jaws <laughs> is not a horror movie so uh, you can stick that in your pipe okay okay stick a small american pipe. coastal town is terrorized by a shark if, if anyone has never heard of Jaws, if not, then yeah, then welcome, probably, welcome to planet Earth. You should probably not start with this as your education. But what are you, uh, we talk. Oh, what you mean this podcast? Yes, yes. Don't start with this podcast. Start with Jaws. That's probably <laughs> the way to go. All right, so we're in the top ten. So number nine, Dawn of the Dead, Romero again, nineteen seventy four. Um, so this is the uh, classic. There are zombies in the shopping centre. Or shopping mall. It's definitely but we're in England. It's so definitely we're shopping centre. It's definitely the best of the the George Romero original Dead trilogy. Agreed. Um, I could watch it over and over and over <laughs> again. It's one of my absolute favourites. Um, amazing soundtrack, amazing performances. It's funny. It's gory. Um, yeah, it's kind of hard to beat, really. Yep. So yeah. So would you say it was should be higher up than nine? Mm, nine's I, when, pretty no, good the thing is you say yes but then you look what's in front of it and you're like oh okay it's maybe true. not <laughs> it's true right so we're gonna we're gonna head straight into it so number eight one of my absolute favorites again uh halloween john carpenter 1978 i love this film so much when i was a kid that i went out and bought the soundtrack on cd when i think it was the 20 when the when would the 25th anniversary have been mm, 25th uh 2003 yeah, that sounds about right. I think I went I went out and bought the 25th anniversary CD of this. Mm. And I remember my parents just must have thought, what the fuck? And we <laughs> raised this little weird kid just sitting in his room listening to the, the Halloween soundtrack. Uh, um, yeah, and then, and then your uh, music, your, you know, like the, your music interests uh, grew and changed and they became more concerned probably. But um... Yeah, as you say, they probably pray for the days of the Halloween soundtrack <laughs> by the end of it. Um, I mean, this requires no, no introduction. If you're listening to this, you've managed to make it to this far. Congratulations. Um, you know what this film's about. You know, it's... Uh, Michael Myers, uh, a town is terrorised by a silent masked killer who returns to finish the job that he started 15 years before. And it's amazing. And we watch it every Halloween. It's a it's a classic. Any horror, any slasher trope that you can think of was basically born from this movie. <laughs> uh, whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, I'll leave up to it's you. Good, but it's yeah. good. 
Uh, okay, number seven, Rosemary's Baby, 1968, Roman Polanski. Um, a young woman starts to think that something is supernaturally wrong with her unborn child. It's been. A, I've only seen this movie once, mm. and that, to me, is crazy, because I remember loving it, mm. but then I've only ever seen it one time, yep. and I don't really know why. Maybe it's Roman Polanski. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, I, I, really, I really enjoy it. Um, I'm not. I'm not going to go into like the details of uh, of why I enjoy it until we actually get to the review, because uh, we're trying to keep it as uh, spoilery free as have possible. You read the, have you read the book? No. Okay. Right, I'm going to read the book before we get to uh, number seven. We got we got ages yet. Where we've got a way to go. <laughs> uh, number six. I'm just going to have to leave for you to do because it is the th- this. I was, this might be my number two. If I was going to change, um, maybe three. I think it's in my. It's in. It's maybe my number three. It'll be in your top five. I'd, yeah, it'd be in my top, be five. The top five. So number, number six, six is the thing, the John Carpenter 1982 thing. Um, I don't think horror movie practical effects ever got better than this. Any, I don't think special effects ever got better than this. Um, basically, researchers find uh, an alien spacecraft in Antarctica, uh, and it starts to. Uh, attack them um if you've never seen it i just i'm so jealous of you because it's such a fucking great movie um but yeah number i know you love it's, it as well it's right it's so good it's so good um number We've, five number five is psycho so 1960 alfred hitchcock uh i've literally written as a description because everyone knows this film a woman goes to stay at a quiet motel and takes a shower and if it ended there, then you know everything would be fine. Everything would be fine. Everything would be fine. I feel like this is a pretty safe bet. Whether I'd really put it in my top five, I'm not sure. But it's 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 incredible. It's so good. Did so many Again. weird, unexpected things. But and like I said, don't want to go into a review too much. Um, I think it's just I saw the remake being... at the really? cinema. Really? Yeah, it sucked. Sucked uh, so bad. Why you would think of doing that? It's a bad idea. Um, yeah, I, I I think again, like we'll we'll get into it a little bit more, like when we're looking at these um, uh, horror films, like we said about Peeping Tom as well, which came out the same year. That um, I think it was just because of when it came out that that's why it it horrified so many people and it kind of cemented itself into into film history. So we'll be able to look into that. But I also remember from being a, uh, a media studies student at school and uh, having to watch the um, uh, the shower scene like I think thirty six times in a row. And have it paused to be like, look, the knife doesn't actually go in. So yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> Groundbreaking stuff yeah, from the British was, education it was great. system. Well done, well done, everyone. Um, number four is Alien. So we've had Aliens. Alien Three is nowhere in sight, and uh, none of the other horrific oh, ones. Spoilers! It could remember. have been number one. Um, <laughs> Alien. Alien. Nineteen seventy-nine. Ridley Scott. Yeah, this is the one. I love this movie. Mm-hmm. It came out. Did it come out? When did it come out in terms of the thing? Uh, the oh, it thing came out was eighty two. Alien was seventy nine. Okay. So, yeah. Um, I think I'd have the thing above this, but mm. you know that's just splitting hairs at this point. What an in- incredible movie! Um, Sigourney Weaver, awesome effects, author, awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three. Number three is. The Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So this one definitely was directed by Toby Hooper. So <laughs> Steven Spielberg, don't 
get the fuck out of here yeah. you know you're not even on up here on this list yeah so this was 1974 uh teens we've got a lot of movies where it's uh teens discovering things and teens, teens, exploring teens and stuff. don't know any better Teen, teens do stuff teens if it was things. if it was 30 year olds like you and me it would just be like every movie would be set around our mm. living room yeah <laughs> not not leaving the house teens and 30 year olds in their living room are haunted yeah. by a supernatural presence fun um yeah so this is teens on a road trip meet up with a family of cannibals a lovely family they are yeah, um great. this one is one of the other ones that i saw when i was so way too young mm-hmm. way too young to properly see it i saw this one when i um, when it was still banned in the uk a friend of mine um matt he used to go to horror cons and obviously they had like great bootleg horror movie vhs and he had a copy of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre signed by Gunnar Hansen, who plays Leatherface. Um, and I remember watching it, me and my friend Matt and my friend Andy, um, and we just sat and it shit us up <laughs> royal. Um, to the point where um, Andy's parents phoned up Matt's parents and had a go at them because ah. they were like, our son is so <laughs> traumatised by what you've just shown him. Uh, so yeah, that was good. Good That's times. amazing. I um, love that. Okay, so we're down to number two. What do you think? What do you think? This could be a coin flip for me because mm. they're both so good. Mm. Okay, so number two, we have The Shining, Stanley Kubrick, 1980. I'm just thinking, I feel we have posters of. Oh no, wait, we don't have an Exorcist poster, do we? Or a Texas Chainsaw Massacre poster. I've given the I've given the top one away. You knew it was going to be the Exorcist. Come on, there's no way you. Curse you just Curse you just looked Dude, at me. Seriously, like, the there's no way people didn't know it was going to be the Exorcist. If it um, didn't show up in the other top hundred, top one hundred, yeah. yeah. So anyway, uh, we have number two, The Shining. Number one, The Exorcist. So two amazing films. I think, like you said, they could be flipped, um, and they, it would still it would still hold up. So The Shining is caretaker of an off season hotel starts slowly losing his mind. While his child discovers supernatural powers. Um, yeah, I don't want to go too much into it before we do the actual episode, which is going to be a long old time. But mm. uh, this is incredible. This yeah. is a, the perfect blend of like art house movie with horror movie. It's just so beautifully shot. And it's just, yeah, it's, oh, it's probably so the best looking of all the movies on here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah, I'd say so. Definitely of all the ones I've seen, I think it might be the best looking. Yeah. Um, and then yeah number and then one number one is The Exorcist so William Freak in 1973 you know this film you love this film we love this film a young girl becomes possessed and her mother has to try and convince everyone that it's actually happening um, so yeah it's 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 incredible um, it's another one that we revisit, we revisit time and time again um, it is like endlessly quotable it's it's just so good um um, I remember this one I saw before also not not with the same friend but with a different friend uh, and I saw it in the best possible setting me and my friends had stayed up all night uh, watching horror movies shitty horror movies as well like Species remember Species oh, no, uh, movies like that me. and um, we put The Exorcist on maybe at one o'clock in the morning <laughs> and my friend had a giant house and he had the first uh, big screen TV I'd ever seen it was. It must have been about sixty inches, and it was about the size of a fucking Volkswagen Polo. Um, <laughs> it was huge, and all of my friends had fallen asleep around me while we were watching it. 
so I was absolutely terrified in this pitch black house on my own. Um, so yeah, that was good. Oh good man, times. I thought my story was good. Like we, um, it was me and my friend. We were probably about twelve, thirteen, something like that. Uh, and her dad had a whole bunch of uh, he had like a sort of collection of like horror movies and different things on VHS. Um, and uh, God, I think one of them was like Caligula or something like that. I was like kind of glad looking back that I didn't <laughs> that watch was, that. That was his, like, that was his other movie collection. Yeah, um, but he had The Exorcist. My uh, my friend told me that it was the one that was that was um, cut. Uh, or uncut even so it had like the spider walk and things like that in there that were not um, uh, in the theatrical release when they released it later on so uh, I naturally uh, borrowed it put it in I think I swapped the swapped the videotape out so I swapped it out for another one and put it in another box and was like, I'm just going to borrow this. And this was years before Trainspotting when I, uh, like, when they, they do the, the old video switcheroo in that. So, um, but I got caught. But I still watched it. And, uh, yeah, it's it still holds up after, after all these years. It's, like, almost the perfect horror film, I would say. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. Yeah. But that's it. So we, we now we've reached the top 100 um, make sure you get on Facebook or Instagram to let us know what you think we'll put up a little post so everyone can see uh, what's going on and make sure you get on there and comment and let us know what you think should be in there whether you agree with the top 10 the top 20 um, and basically let us know what we should be doing on this show like I said we're still kind of figuring out what it is um, if there's anything you want us to do a particular segment or a particular kind of take on the movies that you want then get in contact with us we want to hear from you all um and yeah i'm really looking forward to this yeah this is this is our horror movie education as well as yours hopefully so yeah please come and discuss it with us i've always thought of myself as a horror fan but it's only when you see like a top 100 laid out in front of you and you think oh god yeah there's like a giant chunk of these movies i've never seen which makes me so excited as well i feel like i'm really looking forward to watching a bunch of these movies we've not seen so i'm watching along with you guys yeah yeah Yeah. so what we'll do is every week um we'll tell you what the next week's movie is going to be so we'll put a link up to show you where you can get it from or where you can watch it um we'll try and kind of specify which version of the movie we're going to be watching as well whether it's a theatrical or a director's cut um you know we'll post up the artwork to it we'll yeah we'll we'll try and get as much information out there for you guys as possible also one thing we have not mentioned up until this point we're gonna have guests on okay so (laughs) me and Kirsty are gonna do a bunch um and then our friends love horror movies just as much as we do so you know if uh if there's a movie that they have like a particularly strong affinity with or a b- mm. strong bond with yeah. then we'll get them on and they can talk uh, and let us know what they you know what they thought about it uh, I already have plans to get my friends who I watched Sally with back together to try and uh, to try and watch it with them I'm sure they're absolutely horrified at the idea of that but there we go nice. um, but yeah uh, anything else you want to say? Uh, thanks for listening thanks yeah. for making it to the end thanks for yeah, listening like- to us ramble it'll be much shorter next yeah, time yeah we're gonna promise. we're gonna try and keep them under an hour for sure <laughs> from now on this one happened to be a long one but we had to go through all 100 movies and you had to listen to us blather on a bunch so um uh instagram and facebook behind the sofa podcast uh right 
we should we'll think of a, of a way to sign off better next time. But yeah. uh, for now, see you later. From behind the sofa. Good night. Oh, that was good. We'll do that. <sighs> okay, perfect. <Yes. laughs>